do it. I know I can. Your brothers and sisters can do it. You can't. I can, Digit insisted. And one day I'll prove it to you. I'll go to a fire and I'll put it out. And I'll save lives and they'll erect a statue of me in the park. Dogs don't get statues, his mother told him. People get statues. They're the bosses and they're the heroes. They're the ones who get statues in the park. We get walks in the park, anyway. She added, do you have any idea what a fire dog does? Of course I do. What? He, he, uh, he, he helps put out the fire. His mother sighed. A fire dog does no such thing. He, or she, helps the men harness the horses to the wagon. Then after they get to the fire, the fire dog watches those horses as if someone's life depends on it. Because someone's life does. Oh, said Digit, looking down at his reflection in the perfectly polished floor. We watch horses, do we? Where's the glory in that? Oh, Digit, Digit. His mother shook her head sadly. At that moment, the fire alarm sounded. It was loud enough to wake the dead and shrill enough to stir the living. We'll talk about this later, Maddie Bart. Right now, I have work to do. Let me help, cried Digit, but she didn't even answer him. Trotting away from her son, she shouted, All right, you horses, we've got a job to do. Let's get in line, over there. Hurriedly, Tom and the chief tied two horses to fire wagon number one, while George and Harry did the same with fire wagon number two. Maddie jumped under the seat between Tom and the chief. She sat like a parade queen on a float. While this was going on, Digit sat in a corner watching and thinking to himself, How am I ever going to get a statue in the park if I have to stay here all the time? I'm not too little to be a hero. I know I'm not. I'll prove it. Giddy up, shouted the chief, and the horses clomped out of the stall and into the chilly evening. Then the second carriage followed, and that's when Digit saw something that would change his life forever. What he saw wasn't much. It was just a step about the size of a hat box on the back of the fire carriage. But Digit knew that if he could get up on that step, he could get to the fire and somehow, somehow, he'd find a way to be a hero. I can do it, he thought, as he trotted after the horses. He measured the distance between himself and the step. Then he timed his leap and landed perfectly, digging his nails into the wood. Now all I have to do is hold on, Digit thought as the wagon jumped from one pothole to the next. Somehow he managed to hold his balance. At first it was hard, but then, as he got the rhythm of the dancing carriage, holding on became easier. Then it became fun. Digit loved it. He loved the feel of the cold air in his nostrils and the breeze rustling his fur. He loved the excitement of the ride and the pursuit of danger. The street twisted and turned and hopped and popped beneath Digit's clenched paws. As they got closer to their destination, Digit lifted his nose and sniffed the air. Yes, there was a fire, all right. The carriage stopped. Digit waited a moment, loosening the grip on his perch, and then jumped off. He walked carefully around the wagon, and there it was. The fire. The glorious fire. Flames of red and yellow and orange and blue shot up out of the mattress warehouse and into the sky like Fourth of July fireworks. Men ran around in circles, pointing and shouting, Get some water on it! Get some water on it! 
I'll put some water on it, Digit thought, and he raced towards the burning warehouse. He ran past his mother, who was calming the horses. He ran past the chief in a blur of black and white spots. He ran to the very foot of the fire, and then he stopped cold. He sniffed the air and could barely breathe. The heat seared into his lungs. He could feel his paws blister, and his skin felt like it was starting to melt. Ow! 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 Digit shouted as he ran back to the safety of the firefighters. George looked at the poor rent and laughed. It's hot, ain't it? Digit looked up at his friend and he could tell George was laughing at him. Suddenly he felt hot again. Only this time it was the heat of embarrassment instead of the heat from a warehouse fire. Digit stood in a puddle that came up to his ankles. He lay down in the puddle and soaked his skin. Digit, what are you doing here? His mother scolded. I had to come, Mama. Digit whispered. His mother sighed. Well, since you're here, watch the horses and don't move. Digit hauled himself out of the water and sat in front of the two horses. A chill wind came up and his wet fur began to develop a thin crust of ice.